0: if you haven't yet joined my course shadow stalking 101 you can do that through the show notes you can also go over there and just see what is in store for you in that course this is one of my foundational courses and one of the prerequisites for my course the wounded healer advanced studies and coach training and archetypal somatics so if you're interested in having a line of work that is heart-centered and about shadow stalking and somatic shadow integration you might want to check out my courses so i hope to see you there Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram, at synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com, and on the web, synchrosoma.com. First off, I want to give a big shout out to all of the Shadow Stalking 101 students out there who listen to this podcast. I'd love to hear how it's going for you. If you want to drop me an email and tell me how the practices are going, how you're liking uh, Couch Potato, I get a lot of feedback on Couch Potato, also, Debt Dragon. Uh, those two practices get a lot of feedback, so I'd love to know your experiences and what it's like for you diving into those um, explorations and journeys. And um, yeah, get in touch. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing how it's going. So this episode is um, a... Is meant to help us all become really good decoders and pronoid. That is, um, having this collaborative experience with the universe and all the sets of symbols that we have out here. And I'm calling it How to Read the World. And that's because I, a, as a person who loves symbols and symbol systems, all of them, combined and then extracted into a personal uh, set is what makes this work really take off. The work of archetypal somatics and just working with archetypes and shadow in general can take off dramatically when we come out of generalized symbol meaning kind of work and we get into personal or personal myth-related sets of symbols. So you might have an experience where you're um, working with archetypes and you work with a, a a fairy tale or some myth or something that feels very universal and almost um, generic. And it's supposed to be because um, like like I used to I used to really be into making these drawings and I made dolls this way too without faces. That's is a kind of a Waldorf method I think. If you don't have a face on it, the unconscious will create the face. So it's easy to insert ourselves into a story, a general story, and that's really important like when we read the the general fairy tale of the world, it, the more generic it is, the more easily we can enter it. Now when it comes to reading our personal myth or reading the world for ourselves it's less helpful to have a sort of a list of meanings for a per- particular archetype in fact i i almost caution us against using any kind of symbol dictionaries or dream dictionaries or you know animal spirit dictionaries or anything like that because if we get good at tapping into our own Intuition when it comes to these things, we're going to be so much better at decoding because what we want to do is get our somanosis, our body mind, our inner knowing up and running more than being guided by or trying to memorize or fit into what the general population has as a symbol. Now, that might go against your training and your learning about, you know, um archetypal stuff. It's okay. You know, you can take what you want from this podcast and leave the rest. So how do we read the world when we decide to let go of the, um, like, it's almost like the crutch or the training wheels? of this thing? How do we start reading the world? For me, I feel like, and this is how I work with clients and teach people to do it. Like I just said, we want to go inside and and deal with it that way. But what happens is when we learn to expand the lemon or the the in-between spaces, the straddling of all the worlds, the threshold, the door jam, when we learn to expand that, then when symbols enter our reality, they are uploaded to the mainframe, the whole system. So if I see a butterfly, for example, that's going to maybe be about transformation. You know, that's like a common thing that we think about butterflies is the, tra- the rebirth of the transformed being gone through the hero's journey but maybe it's going to be nuanced out in terms of the butterflies I have encountered or where I had seen a butterfly just like in a dream symbol you know how the butterfly was in my dream and and that's how the waking dream our life our reality becomes this huge tapestry of our own personal myth our own fairy tale Um, Fairy tales within fairy tales, myths within myths, dreams within dreams, deeper and deeper, fractaling into our own story. So this isn't about becoming egoic and special and having my own personal story that's more meaningful than other universal tales or, or, like, say, the hero's journey, how it fits into kind of every personal myth. It's not about... Um, a hierarchy or rising above that. It's about getting what we're actually supposed to do, which is decoding our personal myth so that we can be more connected and come out of that attachment to these things. So the first thing to do is to take that symbol, whatever it is, the butterfly, and, and let it work on you in your body body. So the mind will go to the meaning-making. Body will start to reveal things that mind wouldn't be able to find. In my courses, this is what I teach. And in 2022, we'll be back with Slayer Dragons and Guardians of Manifestation and Truth, these personal and universal archetype courses. And, but for our purposes right in this moment, use your intuition to grok or get how to start thinking with your body-mind. And you can listen to that episode, Body-Mind. I think there's one like that. Um, There's a bunch about somatic recapitulation and archetypal frequency. There's different episodes that will kind of help to guide how to do that. If you want more, get Shadow Stocking 101. It's packed with, uh, there's even a a practice in there called somatic recapitulation. But so you're at this stage where you've got your butterfly and you are working with it in body-mind. Now, this is when the self-study starts to take over and it's not like you're compartmentalizing and you're doing, okay, now I'm out at my job and now I'm driving my car and now I'm hanging out with my friends. Those are all sort of dream things. Inner life is more real. So what happens when you become a shadow stalker and when you start to really make this stuff um a huge part of your practice is that it's happening all the time. You're, you're in this decoding space and you're receiving a lot. So what happens is instead of thinking all the time, you are, you're collecting data all the time. So you're, you're spending more time in witness, more time with curiosity. And that's one of the big indications that you're not, um, being possessed by uh, archetypal energy, or you're possessed by your past history or your trauma story, you're, you're curious, and you're collecting. Um, so butterfly is actually a really good metaphor for, um, we're the butterfly collectors here, we're, um, we're hanging out, and we are receiving the symbols. And we're curious about them. And when we're curious, something happens where I'm out of meaning making. I'm not trying to make decide things. I'm just hanging out in it. And so the symbols work with each other, work within body, and start to kind of um, mingle. And this is so important. I, it's hard for me to even find the words to emphasize how important it is to stop thinking. And we've been so trained to think, to memorize. I mean, that's one of the reasons why my daughter never went to school, because I wanted to homeschool her so she would have her own inner authority helping her to learn and finding the natural—people naturally learn and receive data. When we're set at the—I ta- mean, they're. I think they're stopping doing this whole memorization thing. I think that memorize all this stuff and then take a test— is kind of leaving the school paradigm for um, a more uh, holistic and creative approach where we understand now we, we we have an external brain to hold all of the facts. We don't need our, our brain to do that anymore. So I think that there there's probably more emphasis. Now, if you're going to be a doctor, I suppose you have to learn every single bone and every single thing in the body and all the names for them and all of that. I'm, I'm, I'm talking in, in a, a broader scope here that in general, when kids are young, they have been focusing and we were all conditioned to most people who listen to this were conditioned to do brain thinking rather than thinking with SOMA or having body mind turned on and working with the data. Now, I really want to emphasize that, that if, If you can at least experiment with this, stop thinking. If you're planning a move or you're planning to switch careers or you're, you know, planning something in your head, stop it and try doing it. Give yourself a week of stopping thinking with your brain and start receiving, feeling, collecting, um, being curious. Uh, like this uh, like this idea of being an alien on a new planet and you're exploring. And, and try doing it that way without making meaning and without coming to conclusions and making things concrete. Let things be really open. So maybe you plan to move, but maybe now, because I'm suggesting this, you're going to do something different, which is like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm going to be in the present moment and I'm going to start to receive. So when that happens, this is when you really start reading the dream. You're starting to read the waking dream like, like a story. And as it's happening, it's playing forward. You're watching it with curiosity. And because it's working in you, you're using your specialized, uh, very underwater um, brain body mind in order to navigate this new way of knowing and what happens when you do that is the doors start flying open the paths start crystallizing it's like you come up to this this crossroads that isn't just four possibilities it's like thousands of possibilities but one of them goes neon and your body goes i want to go there and that's what happens when body mind is 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 um brought to where it's supposed to be as the the superior brain and so body naturally starts flowing down that neon path and that's how you read the world so so it's about stepping back from mind getting curious opening body up like a, a Geiger counter or um, antenna pendulum, and you start to walk down the road that's lit up. So if you want to let me know how that goes for you, I'd love to hear from you. And um, we'll walk this path together. Thanks for being here. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma Podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.